back to Midwest Girls. Hey there. Uh, actually, we are going to kick it off with a funny story today, which I guess we do it normally, yeah. so I don't know why I said actually today. <laughs> <laughs> and Meg's going to tell it. Yeah, well, <laughs> we just had a moment where we were both crying, like tears streaming down our face because um, our dog, my dog. Crying laughing. Yes, yes. <laughs> my dog came in to visit Kylie and me, and she just nudged the door open with her her nose and comes over and so she says hello to Kylie and like sits on her bible even and then comes over to me and goes and without even thinking I went back to her it was so funny and like then I was so embarrassed that Kylie just witnessed this like okay am I the only person in the world that like speaks back to their dog like what they do (laughs) repeats their action (laughs) I hope you guys can hear it it's like a inhale and a (laughs) (laughs) but as soon as it happened I proceeded to go (laughs) you snorted laughing (laughs) yes So it was a beautiful moment. It was. It was hilarious. Classy. I made her, I comfort her by saying, Jupe likes, when I pick him up, likes to sniff my ears when we get home. And so I sniff his ears back. So I go. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I think it's safe to say most people. I think if you're obsessed, as obsessed with our dog, your dog as we are, I think it's normal. I love dog, right? We love our dog. It's just so fun. Ah, but today, excuse me. We are going to be diving into uh, John 5, or 6, John 6. I keep doing that. That's all right. Um, And so we're going to, it actually starts off with um, Jesus feeds the 5,000, but do we want to pray together first? Yeah. Sorry if that was really loud in your guys' ears. You go for it. Okay. Dear Lord, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to gather here with Meg and um, whoever is listening and just bring glory to your name, Lord. Um, Help us be vessels for your spirit and just let your words be spoken through us lord um lord i pray for those who are struggling uh with anything really but anxiety um maybe just struggling with the ability to give over the control to you lord um lord we just want to lift your name high and thank you for this beautiful day and um in jesus name we pray amen amen so, okay, yeah, so John 6. Yeah. So much good stuff in here. Yes, there is. So this is Jesus feeding the 5,000, and so I'm just going to go ahead and start reading it real quick. Yeah. Okay. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is the Sea of Tiberias, mm-hmm. and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Mm. That's so good, because it's just so... He it, knows men's hearts. Yes. He knows what's in men's hearts. Yeah. That's in, wasn't that in John 5? Yep. Yeah, I love it. Yes. And he's just like, I already know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to see what you think we're, I'm going to do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then Philip answered him, it would take more than a half of a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, 
spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all when they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, "Gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted." So they gathered them and filled the 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. Hmm. Mm, So many good things. Yes. So my version is slightly different than yours, and I'm just going to point out this one thing. Yeah. It's an 11. Yours didn't say this little tidbit, and it's like my favorite part. It's they distributed the fish as much as they wanted. So people mm-hmm. got more like it wasn't just, oh, here's a piece of fish, here's yep. a piece of bread. They got as much as they yep. wanted. Yeah. I love, I just love that little And I love out. that um that and then that there was enough left over to fill twelve baskets. Yes. And at the begin it's just um when he's asking Philip about where are we gonna get all this food or by how we're gonna get the food or buy the food, um, and he's just like, well, we don't have enough money. Yes. <laughs> We're looking at the worldly yes. things. Yes. But in reality, um, I think you said this earlier, that he is, when Jesus can pro- will provide, and he will provide more. Yes, abundantly more. Um, when I was reading this in my own private time, I went to Matthew seven eleven, and it says this. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? Mm-hmm. So, so I, for me, I was like, why am I so surprised sometimes? I, and this is just me, because I think maybe I'm hard on myself. Like, why am I surprised when God's so good to me? Yeah. Oh, there's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> if you heard the door. <laughs> Penny, come here. Yeah, and so... It's true. I think a lot of us do that. And actually, I was thinking on the way here that um, we are, we do get surprised when he when we get something that is so good. And like, why why is he doing this for me? Yeah, and it's <laughs> simply because I think we get into the game of I know that I kind of have recognized I come from a background of works mm-hmm. like I need to do this so God will bless me that's hogwash yeah it's so it's it's not true uh-huh. God has already loves me yeah at my worst yeah and do I want to strive to be my best for him yes absolutely but yeah there's nothing I can do that would like earn, earn a it. better yep. blessing if that makes sense it's, yeah he just loves yeah it's a combination of works and faith exactly and I can't pull that verse it's there is a verse that says Faith, faith is, um, and it's in Ephesians. I, I think. think you're right. Let me, but I, I can't pull it out. So that's a yes. ex- homeless verse. <laughs> yeah, homeless verse. Um, that's what we call the verses we know but don't know exactly. What. Um, faith. Yes, I'm, I'm going to try to stop remembering it now. But. <laughs> I know. I'm like, otherwise, I'm just going to be here. Lose It'll be like ten thought. minutes of us trying to remember right. the verse. But it just goes to like. 
the works come from love. Mm-hmm. We don't do, we work because we love him. Yes. As a, I am a servant of the Lord because yes. of how good and how much he loves me. It's yes. not something that we should ever feel strong-armed into right. doing. It right. should be a act of worship. Yes, exactly. And then moving on is, I, I don't think, which I wonder, I don't know why, but the the little boy, I think, needs more focus than he gets. I love that you pointed that out. <laughs> Seriously, go with it. And because, um, and you know, you all know how you all were when you were little. And so it's just thinking, uh, this is the childlike faith. And I think this is a perfect example of how, well, he wants us to come to him as a child. And I think that's in Mark 10, 14 or something. Good for you. And... Um, because this little boy, all he had was five loaves of barley bread and two fish. Mm-hmm. And yet he didn't think of it as insignificant. Yeah. He thought, I'm going to let the Lord use all I have. Or he wasn't selfish and yes. like, I'm not going to share. Yes, and exactly. He was like, well, this is what I have. Yes. He had a, a servant's heart. Yes. And I'm trying to think, how does he? How do they describe him? There is a boy here who has... Okay, they, they just say here is a boy. I yeah. didn't know if they giving more description to him but but we have to assume it's not like they just wrestled it out of his hands yes exactly he he, He he willingly gave it to them right and let the lord use it for good so and this is also a good example of being a cheerful giver and in in second corinthians 9 6 it says remember this whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and whoever sowed generously will also reap generously mm-hmm. each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give not reluctantly or under compulsion for god loves a cheerful giver that's right and so then that verse also ties into another example of being a cheerful giver is when the widow gives literally all she has and at the end so set up the scene, there was a ton of rich people basically mm-hmm. giving offerings, offerings at the temple. Yes. And just a small port I mean a small portion of their riches. Yeah. Yeah. But this woman literally gave all that she had to live on. That's what the verse said. Mm-hmm. And Jesus brought in his disciples and said, This woman gave more than all of these people combined because and, she gave everything. Yeah, and in comparison to, it, it was very, li- it was nothing compared yeah, it to was what like these men were giving. Pennies, basically. Yes. Yes. Um, but doesn't that show that God, I believe it's Proverbs, that his is the thousand, the cattle on a thousand hills, mm-hmm. meaning everything in the world is his. And our heart just only has to be, in worship and obedience mm-hmm. to him. Like, I'm giving because I love you, and I know what you're going to do with mm-hmm. this. You take what little I have, and you're faithful. Like, you mm-hmm. you do miracles with yes. it. Yeah. And this is the literal yes. miracle. And um, I, yes. And I think that's why he uses the word cheerful, that he wants a cheerful giver. Because with we're cheerfully giving, that means we have no um, chain to it. Right. And we are freely giving it to him because we truly believe and trust in him that he will provide and he always all good has. things. Yes. I, like, I can say I we've, we've grown in this area, but, like, I look around me and go, I, I am so blessed. And I'm not a materialistic person, honestly, but I have never once known a hungry day in my life. Yeah. God yeah. has taken such good yes. care of us. Yep. 
And I think that's something also like with the world today that um, we don't think of it like that. We think of it as I want, I want, yes, I want. exactly. And the Lord goes, "You are, I, I'm going to provide your daily bread yep. for you." That's yes. what Jesus says. Your yes. daily bread. Yes. Oh, so any more thoughts on that portion, or should we? I am. Um, I think again. I think verse fifteen is cool. Where Jesus went away because he's like, oh, they're gonna make me king. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, like he, he how for me, <laughs> you know, I, he, humans like power. Yes, right. Yeah. So like, oh, they want to make me king. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yes. He was perfect. Yes. Like, I, I think most people would be like, I would be a pretty good king. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> stay here and let them. Let make me king. <laughs> <laughs> and he is. He and he is the king yes. of kings. Yes. And so, Yes, like literal king of kings who every knee will bow and confess that he is Lord was like, yeah, I don't need to be yeah. king. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we seek such power? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Satan. We know too I much. know it. <laughs> um, so moving on to Jesus walking on the water. Yeah. And actually, I'm John does a good... I mean, he captures the whole realm of it all. But I love how it's spoken in Matthew. Yeah. And so we're going to flip over to Matthew to kind of just, it elaborates a little more. And it makes it a little more personal, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was alone there, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus said to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Mm. When they had crossed, they landed at, oh gosh. Gennesaret? That's how I was going to say it, but it wasn't for sure. And when the men of that place recognized Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought all their sick to him and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. Is that a reference to the woman who touched the cloak? I think so. Awesome. <laughs> so I think what's cool, something that really pointed out was pointed out to me in the Matthew version, because the John version doesn't capture him, Peter, and Jesus' conversation. Mm-mm. But just like, Especially because I have been one that would be like, basically, and we've talked about this, but basically we go, Jesus, show yourself. Like, prove mm-hmm. to me who you are. Prove to me that you are here. Mm-hmm. And I, 
That's almost basically what Peter is doing. He was bold. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, it makes me laugh because it, you know, we all fall, but you know, mm-hmm. he has his moment where he fails. Yes. And he doesn't stay there. No. And so I, it, that's just speaking to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh. wasn't done with him. Oh, but we, how often do we do that? We can, we challenge God because we lack faith and trust in Him. Yeah, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. I think most of the time, and even when we're unintentionally do it, because I I truly believe that like I have faith in the Lord and I trust Him. But there's these weak moments where I'm just trying to take back that control, and I and I'm just like I haven't done this in a while because. The last time I did this, it took me on a very long ride that I'm still riding on. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, Lord, like, prove it to me. Prove yeah. who you are to me. Mm-hmm. And we, he shouldn't have to prove it. Yeah, but I, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But at, at the same, how's well, the way to say it is our life is a journey and there's just different seasons, mm-hmm. I guess. Yes, I know. yes. And then I think when... The how he teaches us is when we respond to him saying come. Yeah. And so, because look, like, I mean, it happened in like however long, five minutes with <laughs> for Peter, but he, he sank, he fell, he failed, and he immediately depended on the Lord to save him. And Jesus did. And Jesus did. He's just telling us, be obedient and trust mm-hmm. that I've got you. Yes. And that's where... That's where what we need to remember is mm-hmm. I'm someone who kind of will stay in her head um, and just overthink a situation, if that makes sense. So I'm Peter in the sense that I'm like, okay, I can muscle this out in my brain, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I need to stop that. This is just me confessing this to you guys, honestly. Like, you know what? Stop that. Mm-hmm. Just rest in me. Yeah. I've got you. Yeah. You can just literally stop. Yeah. <laughs> he just put up, he's just putting up the hand and saying, yeah. Cut just, it out. Just chill. Just chill. Oh, do we, how do we want to do Jesus the bread of life? Do we want to read through it? Do we want to, and pick out pieces? I, I say, let's read it. Okay. Do you want to read it? Sure. <clears throat> All right. The following day, this is verse 22. The people who stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was no other boat there except the one which his disciples had entered and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but that his disciples had gone away alone. However, other boats came from Tiberias near the place where they ate bread when the Lord had given thanks. When the people therefore saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they also got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, you seek me not because you saw signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not work for the food which perishes, but for that food which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they asked him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? (laughs) Jesus answered them, this is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. Oh, mm-hmm. that's that's like, I got to stop there. <laughs> that's too good. Like, I mean, obviously the whole word is good. But yeah. They're asking, how can we do miracles? Yeah. Isn't that such a human response? <laughs> yes. And Jesus says, your only job is to believe in me. Your only job is to believe in me. Just That's so incredible. That's so incredible. I'll keep going in 30. 
Therefore they said to him, What sign do you show then that we may see and believe you? What work will you perform? Our fathers ate manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Mm. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. <laughs> Literal like bread, that never stops. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall never hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I told you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All whom the Father gives me will come to me, and he who comes to me I will never cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the Father who has sent me, that of all whom he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up at the last day. This is the will of him who sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. You want me to stop there? Sure, yeah. Can break it down because this is a big little section. Oh, big little section. So good. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts, Kylie? I just like how he always uses the things that we need most in the world to, to survive. To. Yes. Yeah. And in this takes us. It almost goes back to the woman at the well, and he's just re- kind of. It's exactly like that. Yeah. He and, says, "I am living water." The li- Living water in here, and now he's saying he's the bread of life, and then he's the living water again. And so, he's just literally saying, All you have to do is depend on me, and you will be fine. Yeah, and you you don't have to worry about anything. And in true human fashion, they're complicating it. They're like, yes. Give us this bread, yeah, <laughs> give us okay, do this. And he's like, No, no, no. No. I'm I'm here. Yeah, I have you. Yes, <laughs> please understand. Yes, <laughs> and I think it's and Jesus is a servant of God too, and He says that in here, mm-hmm. in a roundabout way. And yeah, that, not to do my own will, but the will of Him who yes. sent me. And that's what He is teaching us to do. We must all be servants of God. Yes. And to be that and to truly be able to spread that true love of God mm-hmm. is to eat the bread and drink the living water. Right. And that is Jesus. That's amen to that. And I love right here, this is just such a promise for us, um, Bride of Christ. It is, it's 39. This is the will of the Father who has sent me, that of all whom he has given me, I should lose nothing but should raise it up at the last day. That's us, you guys. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. God's will for his son mm-hmm. is to not lose a single soul. Yes. He wants every person to be saved. Mm-hmm. And I just, the compassion of God yes. in that moment, for me, it's just like, wow. Yeah. It's He wants every single person. Yes. He doesn't want the son to lose a single one. No. Because they're his children. Like, I mean, he created them. Yeah, they they are his children, and he loves them. And they, there's so many of them that are lost, and he mourns for them. Mm-hmm. It's so good. <laughs> it it's, is. I think sometimes in those moments there is nothing to be said. You just let the love that that truth, the love of God, wash over you. Yeah. Like, I have no other response to that than, wow. Yeah. Worship. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, Verse 41, 
Yes. Okay. The Jews then murmured about him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. They said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he says, I have come down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered them, Do not murmur among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who has sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, They shall all be taught by God. Therefore everyone who has heard and has learned of the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except he who is from God. He has seen the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your, brother, your fathers ate manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread which comes down from heaven, that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. The bread which I shall give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews therefore quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. this is where they're like, he's talking about cannibalism. <laughs> I eat you. <laughs> Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me also will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers ate manna and died. He who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. So their response is a flesh response. Yes. They don't understand it. And Jesus is saying, no, this is... We, we are made of both flesh and spirit, right? Yes. This is the spiritual response. <laughs> yes. And they're just not following. <laughs> no. They are literally thinking, he, what? We're going to drink your blood and yeah. eat your flesh? Which would be a hard thing to hear. Like, yes. you kind of got to give them <laughs> some grace there and be like, wait, well, that's a little strange. Yeah. But we have the grace of being after the yes. ascension and we have this book yes. <laughs> and so we can read it and go oh we we know exactly what he's talking yeah. about yeah <laughs> oh I, um i think in when in verse 44 no one can come to me unless the father who has sent me draws him mm. does that conclude that all have the like all people will have that decision to make someday i think i mean that that's what that's the conclusion yeah, I draw. It, that's what it sounds like. I know I'm not going to talk about this because I'm still very I I still don't know the whole thing about it. But in Ephesians, not Galatians, yeah Ephesians, it talks about um, the predestined, and that's a whole another oh, realm. Oh gosh! I, and I I've I've attempted. I actually have been taking a break from trying to learn it because I'm like. I can't wrap my head around it quite yet. I don't, I don't think I can either. And I'm not, I'm not sure we're ever meant to. Yeah, because yes. there, there are some things of God that we don't understand. Yeah. And I, that's where I have to just believe. Yes. Like he knows. Yes. And but I believe that that's true. Like I think in everybody's life, because I don't think, I think they hear about God and his grace and through Jesus because we serve a merciful God, and I don't think he would ever let any of his children die without knowing. And I, you know, I just, I'm going to just say this, the Holy Spirit brought this to my recollection, and I, I'm, I cannot name the missionary, but I heard this, this is a true story of a missionary 
going to Africa. Mm -hmm. And as the helicopter was landing, he's looking down, and there's a tribesman waving his arms at the helicopter. Yeah. And he gets off and goes, what can I, what, what do you need? Yeah. And he goes, I know who you are. I know you're a missionary. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they've been yeah, in the region. Right. Yeah. And he goes, I see this creation around me, mm -hmm. and I know you know who created it. Yeah. And, like, for me, that gives me chills. I, I know. I kind of started to well up. <laughs> yeah. Like, he and he, the missionary was like, oh. Yeah. Like, the Lord was stirring in that man's heart, mm -hmm. and he had never even heard the name of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. that's giving me. Yes. So oh, that, I know. Yeah. Oh, so wait, yeah. I, we just have to trust the Lord with that. Um, I love the verse, Philippians 2, 13, and it kind of goes along with this. It says, Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now even more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, okay, we all have that call. We all work out our salvation. Yes. We yeah. just got to trust yes. <laughs> that he wants all to come to yes. him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just like, I'm like, seriously, I love that story. I'm like still trying to like, oh, get, kind of get, because, well. I wish I could remember. I'm going to yeah. have to look it up. Well, because, I mean, I think most people know but like missions is something that's truly part of my calling. Oh, yeah, and so when I hear things like this, I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> it's time <laughs> now. I think, I think the Lord has put that, um, he's put that there for a reason and you're going to be blown away someday. Yes. Like, like that, yes. that longing. Well, I mean, a little sidetrack, but kind of not, I mean, the boys who literally are in a small town, Ohio, USA, mm -hmm. they never heard. Right. And I'm just we like... We are missionaries. And yes. And so this is important to know. You don't have to be called to a third world country. Mm -hmm. You can be called to your hometown. Right. <laughs> and I think I think we need to stop taking that for granted. Yes. And getting caught up in just the day-to-day. -day. And we said it last podcast, the Lord has a purpose for you each day. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. need to be obedient. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh man. But okay, so moving on to many disciples desert Jesus. Yeah, you can I finish it out. Okay. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, This is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the spirit and life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and mm. who were, would betray him. Mm. He went on to say, This is what I told you, that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled him. Mm. There we go. Mm-hmm. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave, do you? Two, do you? He asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Mm. We have to come to believe. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Then Jesus replied, Have I not chosen you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil mm. he met judas the son the son of simon or is oh my gosh iscariot yes who though one of the 12 was later to betray him yeah oh, 
It's crazy. It is. I wonder they how literally many... walked with him. Yeah. How many people deserted him at that point? I know. I would like to know. (laughs) And this is crazy. And we're approaching Easter. So this is kind of crazy to think about, too, because who knows? It could have been this far, like, this close to Easter, even, that people betrayed him. Mm. And um, where was I going with that? I'm, like, kind of in shock. Because I don't think we ever really think about this passage because we just think of Judas. Yeah betraying him judas obviously was a doozy yeah it was a doozy but many people just this is too tough for me yeah so it they heard it and rejected the truth yeah and then i this where to go back to he went on to say this is why i told you that no one can come to me unless the father has enabled him so right there i think is another uh, just a verification of kind of what we talked about a little bit it's ago. It's kind of like a it, it, God a understands it. Yep, yes. There's a prompting that the Holy Spirit lays in everyone. I think. Yeah. Isn't and the prompt? Isn't there a proverb that says the heavens declare the glory of God? Yes. And all the creation speaks of His Majesty. Something, something like mm-hmm. that. Because there's a song written after it. Yeah. But um, I can't remember any yeah, of that. It's I like could, an old '90s one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's just so good and the and people, goodness, Megan, pull yourself together. Um, Jesus still let Judas walk with him. Yeah, yeah. Literally, the person that yeah sold him out. For yeah, death. I mean, we all sold him out for death. Yeah. when it comes down to it. Yes, we all did. Yeah, but the the for, the betrayer. Yeah, and he he didn't hate him for like thirty shackles or whatever that was 30 shekels of yeah silver. Shekel, yeah mm-hmm. which is not very much no it's not um i think i have written my notes this is from a long time ago this isn't from this reading actually it's from our small group when we oh, walk through really? it yeah it's nice but to me when i read this a while back um it this was like almost i know there's more tests than this but this is like the first like big test to in my opinion for the disciples because there's how, who knows how many walking away because they realized how hard it was. Yeah. And this is, they stayed. You're right. And this is just the beginning for them. Yes. And, you know, I mean, as you go on, you read through Acts and into it all, it they, they died horrible, like in horrible, horrible ways. Horrible. Yes. John was the only one who yes. had to escape it. Yep. And um, it's just crazy because we are literally seeing the beginning of the rest of the Bible right here. Yeah, and and for let's apply it to us. It takes perseverance, uh, guys, to follow the Lord. It, it doesn't mean everything's gonna be a cakewalk, but no. we need to be perse- we need to persevere. Yes. So, do you have anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So we'll be going into John. Sorry, Penny just gave me Penny. a kiss. <laughs> we um, will be going into John seven next week. So, yeah, thank you all for listening, and it's been fun. And um, I know it is tough, and this is, like, serious stuff, but at the same time, we get to rest in the fact that we are believers of Christ, and we get to live in eternity with Him when it's our time. So So go to project68.com and share this podcast. Give us a like, and be blessed. Yeah, have a great day.